Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. And thanks for joining us here on another episode of Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. I'm Dan Conroy. And I am Bobby O'Rourke. Bobby, in episodes past, you and I have spoken of the scourge of made-up holidays, let's call them. And what do we mean by these? We don't necessarily mean all holidays, because all holidays, in a sense, are made up. Uh, By that, we mean (laughs) we don't mean holidays that have more of a tradition behind them, whether they come from perhaps a certain faith structure or a certain tradition from a community or from a sort of secular past. We're talking about holidays that have specifically been made by the greeting card companies one way or another to sell their wares, whether they be greeting cards, as we talk about here, or candy or other products. Some popular examples include Mother's Day, Father's Day. There's a litany of other ones for other professions. And those tend to be the most common of the, let's call them artificially made holidays, even though, like I said before, all of them are basically artificially made. But the point I'm getting at is that these holidays that are made by the greeting card companies, do you have a strong dislike for them, Bobby? Do you have a sort of neutral feeling towards them? When I say them out loud, as I'm doing right now through my Yeti microphone, what emotion goes right to your bone marrow and out to your skin marrow? Thank you for shouting out one of our sponsors this week, Yeti Microphones. If it isn't cold on a microphone, it isn't a Yeti. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do have a little bit of ire for those made up holidays. I think the worst offender that comes immediately to mind is probably Secretary's Day. I was, yes. Because that one is, number one, built on a vaguely sexist foundation because... I guess the term now would be admin assistant or receptionist, both of which are fine. I don't particularly find the term secretary all that offensive or pigeonholing, but it is a little bit. And then also, it's not a holiday. It's a day where they just described to get someone a gift, a card. It's got nothing to it. There's no actual celebration. It's just by this profession, a card and a gift. There's nothing else there. That's a great point that you brought up that it's not a holiday in which you would do anything for your what used to be called Secretary's Day. The reason why I was a little distracted, it is now known professionally as Administrative Professionals Day. Really? Celebrated uh, in 2023 on Wednesday, April 26th. So all of you ding-dongs at home listening, be sure to put that on your calendars, uh, whether Bobby likes it or not. It's still coming around. I feel like I just called uh, Thailand Siam. I've I've just been undone. I was going to keep calling you out because you keep using the word Burma, but I wasn't going to say anything until we got at least to episode 30. It's Rhodesia. It's always been Rhodesia. So the Myanmar or Burma of the holidays, Administrative Professionals Day in that the name has changed. That's not what it is. Don't quote (laughs) us on that. So, yeah, you're right. It's not a uh, holiday. It's so weird to even call it a holiday because you're right. We don't do anything. We don't. Our administrative professionals, whoever they may be, we do not take them out to a lunch. We do not take them out to celebrate them any which way for dinner. We don't take them out to what should be the administrative professionals carnival that comes into town every year. They've got a fantastic liquid light show that you can go enjoy. Maybe win them a stuffed elephant on the ring toss game. None of those things. It's just giving a card. And if your only action is buying something, not even a gift, just a card, can you really call that a holiday? I would maybe give it a holiday title if you then bought maybe a nicer present. And that's like the bare minimum. But like you said, most of the time people just give a card and that's more of a recognition than it is a holiday. I think in some ways, maybe it's the purest one because when you give someone a Valentine's Day card, which many have accused of being simply a money grab for greeting card companies and gift companies, you do have to get an incumbent gift as well. You have to get chocolates or flowers Mm -hmm. or a massage with some oils that you've picked out yourself without any expertise. That uh, you squeezed yourself as well, and you don't have any knowledge of squeezing oils, whether it be olive, rose, rosemary, sage, parsley, thyme. No, I don't have any of those. And I squeezed Good. them on the 59th Street Bridge, which was a bigger problem for traffic more than me. But I did it, it was, but you were feeling groovy, so it was perfectly okay. Yeah, I, and I held the, the olives in my hand and just watched them crumble. And it takes a lot of olives to make a single jar of olive oil. Oil and I, I wouldn't recommend it. I spent over $500 on olives trying to just squeeze into a single jar. 
are. It was just a really uncomfortable day then because I remember passing by, people were honking. I was honking as well because, you know, I was trying to get through to my commute on the on the bridge. And you would squeeze the olives and look up ferociously and go, I'm doing this for my wife. And that it just, you know, bridge traffic is already very stressful. Yes. Mm-hmm. And... Why should I take that away from you? You should be allowed to make it stressful as well. Bobby, I'm sorry for yelling. No, it was selfish of me. I should have been more convenient for other people in giving my wife a gift because I had to bottle that with just me and Julio down by the schoolyard. So that took some time as well. Oh, my God. And if I if I get that boy, I'm going to stick him in the house of detention. <laughs> the boxer. <laughs> so didn't know when I was going to get a chance to put that in. <laughs> Uh, I so I mean v- Valentine's Day, I, I guess in some ways at least is a holiday you can celebrate something. But Valentine's Day always struck me as weird because like Mother's Day or Father's Day, every relationship is like a snowflake, as the old saying goes. So when you get these generic cards that say Happy Valentine's Day and you don't put anything in it, you just think, well, why did you spend four dollars, seven dollars, eight dollars on a pop up card? When all you could have done was send a text message for free that says the same thing. Yeah, or say that to that person, because if you actually love that person, you're going to see them that day. Or, you know, I if you aren't at the hard L yet, you genuinely like this person and care for them, you're going to see them that day. So, you know, love or like, you should probably just say it in person. If you want to do a card, I'd make it a little bit more professional. Let's also talk about Valentine's Day candy while we're at it, because my mind is here on a matter of rant. Not everybody can enjoy that kind of gamble candy, right? The kind that come in the heart shape and you don't know what you're going to get. How many people still enjoy Roman nougat as a flavor? Or raspberry compote? Or, like, four different types of truffle? Which is the one that looks and tastes a bit like toothpaste. It's some sort of mint flavor that's inside the chocolates. That one sucks, too. What I'm getting at is, if you're listening to our voices and you are celebrating these stereotypical faux, faux holiday faux holidays i don't know what you call them these faux foliages these foliages fo- not- okay there we go all right yeah happy foliages fat nope i almost said fappy foliages <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we make that the title or is that already gone too why, far hey why not we curse on this thing i think that might be a good indicator that people shouldn't be showing their kids this fappy foliages to you and yours and if you're celebrating these foliages we beg of you first don't do the thing that that title tells you to do at least not in public and second of all please make it your own if it's valentine's day make your own card or maybe get one that's a little bit emptier so you can put something sentimental if you're making getting candy you don't have to be a candy maker just get something they're actually going to like from like a candy store if you're celebrating mothers and fathers days we've gone on that rant in past episodes just go back to those episodes and listen to them and going back to administrative professionals day take your administrative professionals out all of them where are you taking them that's right charlie brown steakhouse take them all out for a place with a salad bar come on don't be cheap has the salad bar dead now because of covid because i have not seen the chinese buffet uh make a comeback yet and that actually hurts me i used to love the chinese buffet i feel like salad bars of any stripe are also a bit slow when they come back there and maybe not the worst thing in the world but i do miss them in a way oh i miss them too yeah i'm the same way i used to love me a chinese buffet back in the day that was a real treat to go to when i was a kid and now I feel like that time certainly has passed with where we are with with hygiene, not to say that the buffet is not hygienic. It's just that we have this like inclination to not share food the way we used to anymore. And so everyone's just being more cautious. So, yeah, I feel like maybe the salad bar has also gone the way of the saber tooth tiger, which that really kills me because there was something so just American about the amount of ranch dressing I was allowed to put on my salad. <laughs> on a completely something... unregulated industry, oh, how much ranch you could put on anything there. There is no way you can't tell me the Constitution wasn't written, and I don't like to get too patriotic too quick, but there is something to be said about my country, tis of thee, when I would go to the salad bar as a kid and it would just be iceberg lettuce, which is the nutritional equivalent of cardboard, mixed with ranch dressing and cheddar cheese. That's right. I just uh, just and, and croutons right on top of that as well. Honestly, it would have done better if I just bought a second steak. I probably would have been way healthier. That would have just been better off for my for my well-being. But I would I would go to town on the Charlie Brown salad bar. And one time, one time I got a free steak out of it. 
Now, my grandma used to take us. <gasps> oh, to I remember you mentioned that. Not on the podcast, but I remember this. Please okay, go cool. On. I, I was I was stuff. making sure that I didn't do my Charlie Brown Steakhouse story a second time. On Everybody's the podcast. got one. There are a dime a dozen in this town. <laughs> Under twenty episodes, and I'm already repeating myself. The my grandma would take us there quite quite often because it was just kind of the local place where you could you know and and, and grandmas like going to Charlie Brown Steakhouse. I feel that's a good older uh, sector of the population. Like they really there. do. I mean, I no no shade to it. I enjoy Charlie no. Brown's too, but it just caters to a certain matronly grandmotherly type that works. Listen, yeah. if I can get a half off prime rib and an all you can eat salad bar at lunchtime, friggin' count me in. I'm I'm 85. Here's here's my card. But we went to the lunch Charlie Brown special and, of course, salad bar, have at it little piggies. And I went ahead and created my own little hardtack pile. And while I was eating it, there was a piece of plastic that I pulled out of my mouth from the salad bar. Now, I could tell this was a piece of plastic that the lettuce comes in. I wasn't You mean like out. soft bag plastic, right? Not soft like a, bag. Not a hard plastic of any sort. Correct. Right. Yeah, soft <laughs> bag plastic. Wasn't gross. Didn't swallow it. I don't really care. I'm going to keep eating my salad. So I just politely told the server, hey, I found this. Just wanted to let you guys know if you wanted to go through the salad. Kept eating like a pig. Eventually, the manager <laughs> comes up to us. She looks a little distraught, but doing that kind of smile distraught where she's going to be as kind as she can and hope that this interaction ends soon. And she gets to us and goes, hey, guys, so good to see you. Listen, we're going to cover all of your lunches today, okay? So you get whatever you want. Everything's going to be just fine. I'm like, you're right, it is, because Dan just got himself a free steak for lunch. This is great. I wasn't paying anyways, but I felt good for my grandma. Now, as a child, were, <laughs> were, were you aware of what was happening? Like, how much did you know you could, I guess, manipulate the system? How much were you not caring? How much did you just want to finish your salad and go play uh, Super Smash Bros. afterwards, you know, paint us a Mm. picture of how much were you aware that this could benefit you in some way, now that you weren't seriously hurt by the plastic in your salad. I grew up in restaurants, so I knew that... You were conceived there, you were born there, your bed was was on a griddle. My bed was on a griddle, and my play place was that little display cart with all the raw meat where they show you the types of steaks you could have. And then then if I was good while I was being babysat, my other play place was the little thing where they make the bananas foster where it kind of explodes and that's where (laughs) i got to hang out and right next to the little thing of rum that's why i love bananas so much i was a uh, luxurious restaurant baby uh i was the youngest mater d with little baby bow tie oh i'd watch that movie the young the youngest mater d baby the youngest mater d that was really good you know i i i am so grateful we're bringing back arsenio hall he did a very good job in that but yeah, I knew that when I saw that happen, I knew that that was a thing that had happened before in restaurants because I'd seen it happen before in restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little bit older. And I knew that that was a good time to like get actually whatever you want. But I didn't. I also had this like sense of Catholic guilt in my bones and wasn't about to like order the most expensive thing on the menu. I, I'm pretty sure I still got what would have been a young person's fair cut of prime rib like for lunch like I did not get like the king's cut I didn't get like I didn't get like 23 ounces of meat that day let's say it like that even though I know they probably would have covered it I there was still a part of me that was like that's not cool even though this is a corporation and it really doesn't matter now Bobby when you were that age do you think you might have gone like full gambit for it no, I would have been terrified. I would have just said, I'm just going to keep eating my single piece of lettuce with covered in ranch. It's it's okay. Were your parents sort of upset? Was your grandmother a little more distraught or were they also being in the restaurant business a bit nonchalant about it? I think everyone was very nonchalant when that happened. I think everyone was just, I was only, it was only my grandma, my sister and I at the table for lunch. And I think my sister and my grandma were just like, oh, all right, there you go. There's some plastic. You're good. Keep eating. My grandma was a lovely person, but she was a little bit more of like a stoic Irish woman and uh, yeah, plastic ain't gonna kill you. Come on, keep on eating. You're good. <laughs> it wasn't glass. <laughs> she probably that probably would have been probably would have been her attitude in general. She's a very loving woman, but you know, in general, that's and, uh, and to think they could have given you a card and said, uh, "Really sorry, you found plastic in your salad. Come back soon." Charlie Brown, Mr. Charlie Brown, you wouldn't have known. You, you could have been Chuck Brown. You, you're a good man, Charlie Brown, in that you did not decide to sue us. So thank you. You're the kind of reminder we need for customers. Would you? Would that? Should that be a new avenue for greeting card companies? Make a greeting card for when you have unhappy customers. Yeah, and cater it to the restaurant. Yours says, "Don't get Snoopy." 
leave our kitchens alone and thank you for coming. I love that. Yes. Hey, thanks for coming by. Sorry about what happened. Here's a peppermint patty. <laughs> and you leave a you leave a peppermint patty. Are we only coming up with Charlie Brown's ones? I don't even know if Charlie Brown still exists. We we can expand too. I think you could say like uh, you're you're better than a ruby. You're a diamond. Happy birthday, signed Ruby Tuesday. Or oh, beautiful, beautiful. I'd like to go out back and tell you that you're a great customer. Thanks for joining us. Good day, mate. <laughs> that one's vaguely threatening for some reason. I know. And yet we circle <laughs> no back once again to casual fast dining. <laughs> no one's ever heard the phrase out back and said, oh, I feel at ease. <laughs> Well, they've never heard it said like that. If you say the outback in Australia, it sounds cool. But no one said like, oh, I want to go out back. It's like, uh, and do what? Nothing good happens out back, except the the outback in Australia is just a wonderful geographic phenomenon. But no one says I'm going out back for good reasons, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No one, that should maybe be their slogan. No one should go out back except to outback. We'll think of some more ones later. Yeah. But one thing that we should go out back for is for the reviewing of a card. Mm-hmm. Bobby, you got it all squared away on your end? I am opening my email right now, Daniel. And while Bobby is looking for that on his email ding-dongs, if you'd like to follow along, be sure to check out our Instagram at GreetingsPod or our Twitter at GreetingsCast, where we will post this card. Again, if you're driving, please don't look at it while you're driving. I feel like we've been doing this a lot during the episodes, but we just want to make it abundantly clear. If you're driving and you're listening to this during your commute, pull over, then look at the damn card. Also, you can check out those handles at GreetingsPod and at GreetingsCast if you'd like to send us something. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. Bobby, are you loaded up? Are you looking in? And are you ready to get insightful? Put my cartridge in and hit that little button from off to on because I am going in. And we are opening to what is a bit of an odd thing for us which is a very nice calm opening to a card because now, uh, oh, oh go ahead do you have a, you have a preamble you want to show me before I i'll start just talking? say something really quickly everything's gonna feel pretty normal for a while and that's all i'm gonna say so let's let's keep going advice my parents gave me upon entering middle school everything's <laughs> gonna feel normal for a little while I bet you had a full suit of armor on when you went to middle school. I definitely had more swords than the average <laughs> kid. Only five more, but those were important. I mean, what if you were going to go game hunting? Yeah, what if, indeed. So sorry, didn't mean to cut from your descriptions. By all means, please continue. You can't cut off what hasn't begun. So <laughs> this card opens up with, in the background seems to be some sort of field, maybe at sunset, very low to the ground. It, you see in the foreground some... Um, grass some blades of grass and the back is fuzzy maybe there's some trees in the background or a small forest like i said the light is diffused looks to be sunrise or sunset in the foreground is a jar a mason jar with what looks like a paper heart inside something you might cut out for a valentine so listeners everything we talked about in the previous 15 minutes was useful don't add us And there's two stripes on the side that I'm not sure if that's meant to be some sort of tape or something that goes vertically. And then sort of on the top left in what looks like a little note you might find in a fortune cookie in very nice sort of lax script is the phrase, you're one of a kind. So Dan, this is a perfectly lovely image to start a card with. I have no notes so far. I think it seems very nice. What about this? speaks to you or how did you find this among the veritable mountain of cards that we're faced with day in and day out? I will get to its origins a little bit later. Let's say that, but Mm -hmm. I will say that I agree with you that so far, no notes. I really enjoy this sentimental, nearly nostalgic feeling card. There's something very, it tugs at my heartstrings, no pun intended because there's a heart in front of it. This card is sort of brings home something. I don't know. It feels very, at home it feels very loving it feels very homemade even though it's clearly not i believe those strings on the side are printed on they are not from the card proper the heart in a jar is sort of nice feeling it kind of gives the idea that it was printed on a polaroid of sorts you can kind of tell from the dots emanating from the the white dots coming from the black blades of grass below and also you can kind of see it in the shadow behind there so it's clearly like an older photo sort of looking like that this kind of reminds me of like a music video from the mid 2000s I would have really enjoyed like some kind of like softer indie rock. I don't know. It's a nice feeling all around. It doesn't need 
too much to convey its message. It's bringing something across in a way that is very, it feels very personal for something that's mass produced. And I got to say that it kind of hits the nail right on the head in that way. Everything from the script writing on the little message to the crumpled up paper on which it's written, or it's not crumpled, but sort of it's ridged. It's sort of got the little rough edges there. And, oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't notice that. It's kind of nice. Yeah. I um, I don't know who leaves a paper heart in a field with a mason jar. That feels a little bit dangerous in case anybody steps on it. I don't know exactly the proportions of sizes, but I won't be a miser about that. Maybe it's meant to be nice. Yeah, which brings me to my actual next point, which is I almost feel a little bit of manipulation from this card. All cards manipulate your emotions to some level. That's why they're a- cards. In every day and every way. This one almost feels like the opening to an unsuccessful successful Senate candidates commercial where it's just like like twilight on a field and there's a baseball diamond and someone picks up a heart and says this is America's heart and I'm holding it because I like labor and then they just have a, a sign that comes up says paid for by Americans who love America for America by America and elect Jim Jim Broadbent nope he's a real person Jim Broadbent definitely isn't running for Senate <laughs> who's Jim Broadbent Jim Broadbent is a actor he's known he was the police chief in Hot Fuzz he plays Slughorn in um, Slugworth yes. rather in Harry Potter um, yes 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 so uh, I'll, I'll change this up excuse me uh, Bent Jim Broad uh, is the Senate <laughs> candidate hi I'm Senator Bent Jim Broad and I'm running for Senator again that's right I'm coming back for a second time because I got your heart a second time two hearts kind of like a cow oops never mind they have four Wait, do they have four hearts or four stomachs? That's right. Government needs four stomachs. What are those four stomachs? We've got love. We've got uh, efficient systems of bureaucracy. We've got bile. We've got bile. (laughs) And last but not least, we've got spirit. And that's all you need to run a successful government. Hi, I'm Senator Bent Jim Broad. And I'm happy to be here. Paid for by Americans by Benjamin Brunt. You brought up a good point, too, which is something we don't do often enough and probably should get down to is what is actually happening in this card? Because it, it I was bamboozled a bit. I was taken in by the wonderful golden light. Someone has just left a open mason jar with a plastic or excuse me, a paper heart inside a field on a field mm. and left it there. I don't really know in what scenario this is fine i think this is a honestly i think it's a sadder story i think it's unrequited love if i'm saying that correctly i believe that Hmm. we've got a possibly a young person um let's call them heli hadrocline yeah and they of course are in deep crush let's say it's tough to say in love when you're at that age because love can be so fickle but they're in love with the local chess champion their name is they're hungarian they're hungry it's a beautiful hungarian name you have to sing it or you'll never be able to properly pronounce it and what did i call the person heli they don't know how to convey their love let's call it or crush towards huh and they find themselves in a sort of conundrum so they write their feelings in a deep ancient language of which no one speaks anymore for if you hear it your ears begin to ring and your soul begins to quiver like a scrambled egg and they decide to write their emotions in said horrific ancient tongue on this anatomically incorrect human heart, which I don't want to get into right now because I feel like that makes me sound like a goober. And then they put it away in an open mason jar and leave it on the track and field field for the kids that are going to be practicing today the long jump. And if one of them breaks oh, no. it, if one of them breaks it, now hear me out, if one of them breaks it, Unfortunately, that kid gets injured, but it means that the love was meant to be. But if the jar doesn't break, then it means that the emotions are forever encapsulated in the mason jar and Heli Hydrocline is saved from potential embarrassment for feeling this way because there is nothing that is more embarrassing than unrequited love. I don't know why I got so emotional right now, but the point is... Yeah, you're crying. What's happened? I just, I need a minute. I just, I just, it needs to be preserved. It needs to be preserved in the glass. Did you never see Beauty and the Beast? Uh, <laughs> Did you? One time. I've seen Beauty and the Beast one okay, time. Okay, you know, the rose in the damn glass thingy. But that's more about his, um, that's all about his looks, right? That, is that movie just all about his looks? Well, the problem with that movie is it says the Beast is a young, selfish man who doesn't know how to love. But if someone knocked on my door during a party, a beggar, and said, I want to come in and use your bathroom, I would have said at least, like, can I see some ID or something? The the beggar is just this witch who says, you weren't nice to me. And he's like, I just opened the door to a complete stranger. Why do I have to let you in my house? Because you yeah. knocked. Also, I'm because the implication is also that he's royalty. 
you probably shouldn't be letting random people in because isn't that a potential assassination attempt? I don't know. It feels like he was already sort of running risks by opening doors himself and stuff. Yeah, we have no idea what kind of uh, liege lord he was. The whole place could have been a shambles. We, we just, they haven't done their work, Disney. You're on blast. Yeah, you're on blast, Disney. Got to do better next time when you do the re-reboot of it. Uh, this time, everybody is CGI'd. Bobby, are we ready for the next part of the card? I just have one last thing to say before we go, which is I didn't say this in the intro, but you asked me, are there other markets for cards? And I thought actually a really good one, honestly, would be not a love card like Valentine's Day, but an I like you card. I feel like there's a real mm. gray area between yeah. you don't get a card for someone or you love them. But eighth graders don't love people. They're monsters. No. So you've got to have to. They don't know how to. I was eighth grade once. I was a walking nightmare. A, ha- yeah. a, a her suit, little chubby, disgusting, yeah. self-pitying nightmare and that's why i, I needed a card that said you're pretty i like you but that's about all i can handle with my brain at this moment it's not big enough yet well that's all you should be allowed to handle like you know i think i've made it clear how i feel about teenagers in general in the world on this podcast so i won't yeah. go into that level of vitriol that venom again but i will say that like between like elementary school and we'll say the first half of high school not knowing what love is and not knowing what it's about because lord knows even adults really don't have a fantastic grasp on the definition you should there should be like i like you cards and just like hey you're pretty cool hey do you want to check out the newest metroid game with me like just those should be a set of cards specifically designed for valentine's day for kids or just in general because like you said kids don't understand love so it's like hey let's just make these the more gray area like you're pretty cool and so am i so let's hang out and give this a try you know just that should be about what you're allowed to have jingling you're pretty cool and so am I So let's get together and give it a try We don't have to go say no We could go to my house and play Smash Bros Wow, yeah, we were Okay, that's that's our card Okay, we got another card There we go, one more card We got a singing card Now we can put the little microchips in there Thank God I am moving on to the next page Okay Okay, so We are looking at a red border, a thick red border, and a white inside with black text. And part of it is in the sort of lazy little uh, uh, script. And some of it's just in bold typeface. I should mention to the listener that, too, I think Dan is okay. He's just having a little rough time with his throat. Allergies. I'm going to edit it out. No, it's okay. I just want to let them know you're okay. They care about you, Dan. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, My body violently reacts to the changing of seasons. Yeah. He's okay, ding-dongs. Thanks, ding-dongs. And the text reads, you're the warm smile, period. That a period? Yeah, that is a period. Okay. Mm. You you are the warm smile, period. The caring word, comma, the kind heart, ellipses, who can brighten any ordinary day. So, Dan, I'm, this card, I'm, I'm feeling good. It's, it's, a, it's a standard I like you or I love you card. This could be for Valentine's Day or anniversary. I've... I've got no notes. It seems gen- gentle enough. Like it seems seems nice yeah. so far. I'm waiting for the other <laughs> shoe to drop. Yep, it's it'll be coming. Don't worry. Okay. But I hear you. Like so far, I like this as well. No notes as well. The one thing I would say is not a hundred percent sure why the first word "your" has to be in print and the rest of it is in script. I don't know if that was a style choice or it, because the warm smile, the caring word, the kind heart. Maybe they thought that would just be nice cut out as a cursive block but for some reason your is print and so is who can brighten any ordinary day that's getting on my nerves a little bit with my mild ocd i don't understand why we couldn't have it all in cursive but i guess we can't have everything in this life even when you're telling someone how much you love slash like them can't have it all Sorry. You can't have it all. It doesn't bother me too much, but I did have to read the card twice because I didn't know if I was missing a word. It is a little disorienting because you think you're missing part of the sentence when you look at the two different types of font. You are right, though, that after smile, there could be a period, could be a comma. That's a little annoying. I'm not too sure whether, where, where we're getting at there. Right? Well, that's a complete that sentence. You are the warm smile. Fine. That's a sentence, but not the caring word, the kind heart. Those are just frag- fragments of, of a greater thought. Yeah, yeah. Those are just... But I didn't know if they were trying to put it together as just a slogan of sorts, so it didn't matter that it wasn't a full sentence. Don't know what they were trying to go for here. Yeah. There were a lot of avenues they could have taken. Yeah. Uh, so the whole thing so far, if you go back to page one, is you're one of a kind, heart in a jar. 
Also reminds me of a Stephen King quote where he has that famous quote of saying, uh, I have the heart of a small child. I keep it in a jar in my desk. Uh, so <laughs> so if this is a Stephen King trick card, well done, sir. It's a very big desk, too, if I remember correctly. It used, at least it used to be in the 80s and early 90s, right? Back, one of the, back in those heady Coke days. One of the, those heady pill and Coke days when he just thought he was a he was a captain on a, on a constantly sinking ship. We're glad he's well. Yeah, well, glad you're doing well, uh, Mr. King. Yeah. Mr. King? It doesn't matter. A Captain King. He doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Commodore King. Well, we don't know. Oh, Stephen King, if you listen to this, please send us, us. send us a card. Send us a card. Send us one of your new books. You make a new one every two weeks. It's the least you could do. It's the least you could do, Mr. Six Pages a Day or whatever. So the whole card reads, you're one of a kind. You're the warm smile, the caring word, the kind heart who can brighten any ordinary day. And Dan, I'm ready to go to the next page if you are. Mm-hmm. All right. You're one of a kind. You're the warm smile, the caring word, the kind heart who can brighten any ordinary day. You're definitely one of a kind, dot, 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 the wonderful kind, happy, sweetest day. Uh. Let's get into it. Bobby, do you know what sweetest day is? Ah, no. Sweetest Day is a holiday that is celebrated in the Midwestern United States, parts of the Northeastern United States, and in Florida on the third Saturday in October. This is according to Wikipedia on the subject of Sweetest Day. It is a day to share romantic deeds or expressions and acts of charity and kindness. Sweetest Day has also been referred to as a quote-unquote hallmark holiday or concocted promotion created by... The candy industry solely to increase sales of sweets. In fact, the first examples of Sweetest Day, it is clear that it was put together by a consortium of confectioners, primarily in Cleveland, Ohio. Bobby, I have found us. And it's like we found a new element for the goddamn periodic table. Oh, my God. You've done it. You found a card that was literally manufactured. Yes. To, to create emotion. This whole look, this whole time I knew this card was this card was was hiding the string of the dynamite before it exploded. Oh, this ground's pretty normal. Oh, what do we got here? Oh boy, blow up. I knew at the very end this was all gonna come to pass. And here's where we are now, my dear Bobby. We have found ourselves a card. Now, to, you earlier asked me in the episode what the origins of this card was, and uh-huh. I was being sneaky and said I'd say later. Well, now here's later, and here I am. I was at a CVS pretty close to uh, the East Village, and I was looking through after having a very bad open mic night, deciding in that I didn't go <laughs> more up. More on that I, later. More on that later, and it's not that fun, and it's actually quite depressing. But I went ahead into a CVS to quell my spirit and go, well, let's go ahead and do my usual look around and see if I find anything. And I was bereft by the most depressing card display at the CVS I had ever seen. There was maybe like three cards left, and they were all like, oh, happy bridal engagement shower times. And I looked on the far right what I thought were Valentine's Day cards, and I was like, oh, it's a little strange. It's a little behind here. And it's said happy sweetest day and i started getting a fever because i was like what in the hell is sweetest day what have you what brown bag full of dog dew have you left on my doorstep and i had to look up what this is it's a candy because i'm not going to read the whole wikipedia page it's, it's not that long but it's also just not that fun but essentially if you go into it primarily what they believe in cleveland and a couple other places in that faraway land of Cleveland, wherever it is. Oh, that, that exotic paradise of Ohio. A consortium of candy makers came together, and alongside Valentine's Day, they came up with Sweetest Day, which essentially was a means in which to just sell more candy. It says here, quote-unquote, the Sweetest Day in the Year Committee, which was that committee, oh. distributed over 20,000 boxes of candy to newsboys, orphans, old folks, and the poor <laughs> no. in Cleveland. No. No. The sweet that, that was all in They in actually quotes. said orphans. Oh they actually God. said orphans. <laughs> the Sweetest Day in the Year Committee was assisted by the distribution of candy by some of the biggest movie stars of the day, including Theta Barra and Ann Pennington, which you could put a gun to my head and 
and ask me what movie they've been in. I don't remember. Yeah, what day was that where they were the biggest ones? I was missing that day. They were they were absolutely silent film stars. They were they were absolutely uh, one was in Zigfield Follies and the other one I can't tell. There was also a Sweetest Day in New York City, blah blah blah, through the United States by candy manufacturers in 1927. The New York Times reported that the powers that determine the nomenclature of the weeks of October decreed that the weeks beginning in October 10th, 1927, would be known as Sweetest Week. Bobby. All we do on this podcast when we're not talking about greeting cards that make us angry is candy. We have found the holiday that brings us at the fork in the road of our two interests. One, because we've kind of created it for the sake of this podcast, but the other that we just end up talking about more than anything else because it's a lot of fun candy. This is just a candy day. I can't even tell if it's about human emotion or love or affection towards your fellow human. They don't really make that clear. It's more just about selling sugar. And it's like, do you really need to love someone if you're just going to give them sugar? You could just give them sugar. Just, uh, just un, uh, un, unfettered or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Un, uh, unrefined sugar. Just like deep turbinado. <laughs> Not even deep turbinado. Just raw sugar cane. Just cut. Just cut from the field. Here you go. You can chew on it, but you got to be careful. It'll cut your hands up something stupid. I just I found this alone, scared, hungry. And I said, come with me and let me make fun of you for a podcast. And that's and that's where I needed to bring this card in because I I, I don't even know if I've ever seen a sweetest day card besides this time. Uh, I I have no words. I've got a nosebleed just from looking at this. I can card. tell you better watch that. That looks like it's hemorrhaging. That that might be something you got to sop up. I'll be fine. It's my business. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so, I I genuinely have never heard of this, and I am this this is possibly more frightening than any other card we've done because it is a conspiracy theory come to life that we've always suspected everyone not just you and i that greeting card companies were manipulating us because they said people aren't buying our stupid cards because they're trying to use their own words quotations you couldn't see them so we have to invent stupid holidays and valentine's day was always top among them mother's day and father's day i know uh, was up there but this is Sweetest day. I really thought this was just another word for Valentine's Day. I wasn't aware of sweetest day. It's a regional thing you said. Like I have I've never heard of this before. So as far as I can tell, it remains regional. In fact, there's actually a part of the Wikipedia that's called regional importance. So just to say it really quickly, uh, regional uh, retail confectioners Inter- international, which is the name of the committee that put this together, describes the observance of the holiday as quote much more important for candy makers in some regions than others. Whoa. Um, Detroit and Cleveland being the biggest, sweetest day cities. The popularity in Detroit was greatly perpetuated by the Sanders Candy Company, uh, Frederick a large promoter of the company. In 2006, in 2006, Hallmark marketed 151 greeting card designs for Sweetest Day. American Greetings beat them out with 178. It says here that Sweetest Day observance is still most prevalent in the Great Lakes region, where the holiday originated, including Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Ohio, and Wisconsin. According to Hallmark, the once regional celebration of Sweetest Day has spread throughout the country. I don't believe that's true. Mm-mm. In addition to those states where it is most prevalent, in quotes, Sweetest Day is celebrated by communities in California, Florida, Kentucky, Missouri, New York, where we are, North Dakota, Pennsylvania, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, and West Virginia, bringing the total to 16 states. Now, I have grown up in this region, the greater New York metropolitan area, with like you, Bobby. We've both grown up in this area essentially our whole lives. Are we? <laughs> am I correct in saying yep, that? Yeah, that's right. I have never heard of Sweetest Day. Never. And I'm a 31-year-old man. I've never heard of this day until this year. Have you ever heard of this? No, and I'm a being outside of times, and I've also never heard of it, so there's that. You're you're one with the cosmos. You're a being of pure energy. You just decide to come down, sit in front of a Yeti mic in an apartment, and do this with me out of pure kindness to your energy species, to which I'm very grateful for. And hopefully the uh, UA, the, the the rest of the UAF community, we can or UAP, it's phenomena, right? UAP community will use this as an example where humans and extraterrestrials can get together making dumb content in paradise. Yes. <laughs> I've never heard of this fucking holiday. This is this this one. I because at the beginning of the podcast, I was ready to go off about because, you know, Father's Day, Mother's Day. It's very nice. Admin Professionals Day. Little gripe about because, like I said, you don't do anything for them. Yeah. And there's like 400 others that are absolutely ridiculous and literally just made up. This one is just so it's tough to even get 
all that angry because it's so blatantly just trying to sell you candy. Right. Like, it's, it's almost it's, it's almost the most honest card. It was just there and said, I'm here to take your money. That's why I'm mm-hmm. here and I'm not lying about it. And there's something sort of refreshing about that. It's that guy who goes to the women's marches, or the political marches, who signs says, I need weed. You know, it's like yeah. he's, he's yeah, there yeah, yeah. for a reason that's selfish ultimately, but yeah. he's honest about it. And that's a lot more than you can say for some of the other cards that, you know, we've we've come across. Wherever that guy is, it, no matter what the march is, whether it's, you know, for something more serious or something a little bit more passive, but if there are just signs and he's just there to say legalize it, you can barely get angry at him, right? Like he's just there still hawking his philosophy and that's the thing here is that they might as well have just called this hey idiot you like candy day that that could have just been the name of the holiday and i would have bought it i I gotta say if a a card told me that and say hey moron you just like small twix bars i'm like yeah i do like small twix bars this card was made for me hey dum dum you eat more milky ways than a full-grown man should for healthy liver heart and kidneys but you're still eating them so here's yours day that's harder to put on the card all that but that's still a day i would very much celebrate and then we can exchange different kinds of milky way some people like milky way midnight some people like milky way just caramel but we can all enjoy them under the same rainbow and then for you said you like twix right i'll still gift you twix oh thank you i appreciate that do you like the peanut butter ones or no uh I, i'll take them you know pure twix is fine for me to Twi- twix zero or twix original whatever they're calling it these days what's a twix zero it's just a candy rope <laughs> like a nerd's it's rope. just a what it's just a nerd's rope <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's just this that's the secret underground name for it when you don't want to say nerd's rope out loud because you're an adult hey can i get a can i get a twig zero what is that just a, just a nerd's rope I can't please say it yeah because, because i'm no longer i'm no longer 17 i can't order a nerd's rope yeah fun dip will get you something else if you're in the right spot order a fun dip when you knock on the door correctly and otherwise it'll be a bad dip you ever have bad dip that's just when you dip that stick but it's you dip it in uh, uh powdered laundry detergent <laughs> new tiktok challenge eat bad dip eat bad dip that map you said was interesting i didn't mean to cut you off i was just gonna say that that map of like california parts of california the great lakes sections of florida and new york it would be interesting to lay that over an electoral map and see like who's your house representative and which way did you vote in the presidential i just feel like we'd get some uncomfortable correlations there i maybe but honestly i don't know maybe these are some like i know that uh you know things have been changing in some of these states in regards to the midterms and whatnot so like i'm having a look-see here maybe maybe we're doing the right thing maybe we should still be celebrating sweetest day based on a couple of these it might actually be the right way to go i'm not 100 percent, but either way we got to put it on one of like a tack board what if that what if that was uh, a proper way to map it is uh same way to see which states more often celebrate administrative professionals day let's let's gauge what the future votes are going to be like based off what hallmarkian holidays are being celebrated more prevalently uh, steve kornacki will need to know stephen king needs to know steve kornacki needs to know stone All cold steve austin probably needs to know uh steve austin the the wasn't he like the 10 million dollar man or whatever that he, was he Guy was the uh, steve austin yes that other steve austin that's right mm-hmm Yep, the other Steve Austin. The other Steve Austin. <laughs> Steve Irwin, let's get him in there. I mean, you know, R.I.P. Oh, that still hurts in some ways. Like, that still, in a ways, haven't gotten over that one. And that was 16 years ago, but, man. You can't. I still. Can't still, replace Still him. a problem for me. Yeah. Now, this whole segment, so the whole card says, you're one of a kind. You're the warm smile, the caring word, the kind heart who can brighten any ordinary day. You're definitely one of a kind. The wonderful kind. Happy, sweetest day. So there's some vague rhyming happening here, but it's with day and day, so that doesn't count, period. Yeah. And then at the end, is it a pun or a play on words to say you're definitely one of a kind, the wonderful kind? Because I got to be honest, not knowing what sweetest day was, the thing that upset me most was the card word-wise conks out at the end. It says you're definitely one of a kind and then makes a really... Weak doesn't cover it. Lame, enfeebled pun. The wonderful kind off one of a kind. And that in some ways upsets me more than this very felonious oh, I cash didn't even grab. think about that. I was such in a blind, heavy blood pressure fusion with the concept of Happy Sweetest Day, Bobby, that I didn't even think about what we got going on here in regards to word play it's terrible the wordplay is terrible in this card it's not good you're definitely one of a kind the wonderful kind Whew, that is bad yeah because it that like one durful but okay what is durful because one is if it's going to be its own thing then durful has to be something 
That's why it doesn't work at all. You're one of a kind, the wonderful kind. Like it only works if you're going to say it fully, but that it, it, otherwise you just got der full stuck in your head. But, you know, I that just sounds like a German way of saying it's full, which is not how German works and what der means. <laughs> it turns out all you got to do to speak fluent German is just say der instead of the and then just say <laughs> the English word in a funny accent. And you speak, that's all you have to do. That's German. In a German. And that's all you have to do to speak German and get it get it out there. You're definitely one of a kind. The wonderful kind. Yeah, I can't stop looking at that. That's not really bothering me a lot. I didn't even know that was like intentional wordplay. I thought they were just trying to get us eventually to Happy Sweetest Day because I it don't may not know be if- intentional. Who knows? They might have just said just, we are we're literally don't care. It's just to get them to buy more from the Mars Candy Corporation. Put whatever you want there. We don't care. Yeah, we got so many versions of M and M's right now that we're trying to get off the damn shelves. We got one that's got cookies inside of it. We don't even know what the fuck that is. We just need to get it off. We just made it and it's there and we're sorry and it was a bad night and we got to get him out there and we got to get him sold there's one that's filled with fudge brownie we don't know why we did that one either we've got one pack of m&ms that's just a single large m&m groundbreaking stuff <laughs> we got ones they're just ends we call them m&m but they're missing one of the loops so they're just ends inside of them it's a complete it's a complete misspelling we need to get them out there and how can we do that we can invent a holiday that people who live near water the great lakes We'll celebrate because we tell them to. Yeah, because what do people with that much fresh water love more than anything else? Say it with me. Candy. Candy. Great job, guys. Exactly. Slow motion's how I love it. You're the warm smile, the caring word, the kind heart who can brighten any ordinary day. You're one of a kind. The one, the, the pantameter's not there. It's not. No, it's disconnected. They were just trying to get us to the end where it says happy sweetest day. And that's just what they were trying to convey to us. Yeah, so. if you if you scan this, it's you're one of a kind. So that's nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're the warm smile, the caring word, the kind heart. Who can and then bright, that is just yeah. Who can brighten any ordinary day? That one's close. That's close to some sort of uh, meter. Yeah, you're definitely one of a kind. The wonderful kind, happy sweetest day. Yeah, it's it's all it's it's basically blank verse, which we all know is fake. Screw you, Hamlet. There's no such yeah. thing. <laughs> Screw you, Shakespeare. You're giving us damn pantameters and whatnot, trying to make us feel like we got to use words in a certain way in order for it to mix on together. Who even gives? If a I had known, I would have brushed up on my poetic terms. You know, trochees, uh, a, a second one. I'm sure. Um, I only had pantameter. That was the only one I had ready. Should I have gotten a second one? <laughs> Sorry. Quadrameter, uh, trimeter, all the yeah, all the meters. Yeah, uh, uh, iambic. That's cool. Kids love iambic. Ah, got a. It's a type of pentameter, but you know, I didn't think to say it until just now, so that's that's worth something. Yeah. And you know, it also well, is. I worth... am pleased. You are what? I said I am pleased, but I a m b pleased. I, <laughs> iambic pleased. I am big, pleased. No, never mind. We got to rate this goddamn card. Bobby, I need you to rate this thing for me, please, on a scale of where it is on the fridge and also how long it's going to stay. Let me know this card, now that I have exposed you to the artificial day of giving saccharine-laden delights to somebody you like or dislike. It's none of my business what you do with your candy purchases. Once you've done that and they've given you this card, which is hilarious because it's not candy, what would you end up doing with it? Does it even bother getting to go in the fridge? I know it's kind of a revelation, so maybe it's worth going up there like an artifact. Either way, what are you doing with this card? Oof, I, I am struggling with this one because... I, on the one hand, am so offended by the sheer audacity of this card. It is there and it <laughs> says, is I... in the face of God. It really is. It's, it's there to say you're a moron for, for, for the person who gave you, who gave you this as a moron. You're a moron for accepting it. Buy this stupid candy. I hate you. So on that <laughs> you're level... You're a moron, Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> on that level, I can't like it, but also it's so honest, as we said, it's just there to get you to buy other stuff. And the wordplay is terrible, too. So I'm really struggling because it is one of the most honest cards we've ever had before. And that's not nothing in a world of cards where people just throw out words and hope that you, you know, care. I right. I think I want this card on my fridge and I'm keeping it there. But this card is dragging at the bottom. I want this card dirty. I want it to be frayed. <laughs> I want it to know that when it tears, it was me that did it. Yeah, that's where I want this card. 
you want scars. So you, this card is going on your fridge, but it's going to be going in tatters. You're saying? Oh, I want it to stay there until it's nothing but microbes and 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 just just oh, distended tendons okay. of cloth and and paper. I want it destroyed, but I want it to what because it it's a worthy foe. And it deserves that. Yes. It it has done its job as a fair adversary, and therefore it deserves a shining place in the Valhalla of your fridge. However, it is not... It is not going without a price, which is kind of like Mr. Burns in front of Homer Simpson. Don't forget, you're here forever. Yeah, this card is hell. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like this this is if we have Valhalla, like cards that we say we're we're either pleased or or flabbergasted. This one is the opposite, where it's you're condemned to spend eternity with this card. You're stuck with this card once you receive it, and there's no way you're getting out of not having it. Right, that makes sense. How about you? So, for me, I am also upset by the existence of this card. I am upset by the existence of Sweetest Day. I didn't know we loved the confection industry so much or that it was going so poorly in this sugar-laden country that we live in that it was so necessary to give it its own goddamn holiday. But here we are and here what we're doing. But I will say this feels like a unicorn of a card that if I just throw it away or that if I don't treat it with some level of posterity i guess like it it definitely needs to like i i also am unhappy by it i also hate its wordplay but in that way again i feel the same way it deserves a purgatory to live in and and stew within its sins so this for me is going on the fridge it is going to go towards the bottom left towards like where the fridge handle begins on the bottom and it's going to sit there, and I'm going to agree with you, Bobby. It is going nowhere. I want dust to collect. I want generations to see. This is what the evil of Sweetest Day was to us. This is what we had. This is what we endured, and this is what was shown. Sticks here. It sticks in the fridge. It stays there, and it it gets preserved for all time, preferably as a mummy. How does that sound? Do you Are you down to mummify that this That sounds me, Bobby? fantastic. I sure am. Sounds good. Sweetest day. You, it is time to pull out your organs, throw them in canopic jars, and hopefully you get a better chance at balancing your dance heart, damn heart in the next life. Hopefully you don't get eaten by an alligator. So this demon will be cast this time around on Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us here on this fine, fine evening in this fashion. If you enjoyed this time of learning of a terrible side holiday that shouldn't have existed, please feel free to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast. DM us if you have a card you'd like to do. You can come on the podcast potentially or we could just do it. Either one is just fine with us or if you just want to say hi. Bobby and I are pretty lonely. We could use some friendship. Bobby? As we go, do you want to wish the Ding Dongs any happy holidays of a particular fake holiday before we go? You can only use fake holidays. Yeah, I would like to say happy Professional Wrestlers Day. If you are a wrestler, if you love a wrestler, if there's a wrestler in your life that you're just not comfortable talking to and you feel a little awkward, they make those cards. They, you don't love the wrestler. You like them. And that's the important thing is you are being honest. That was beautiful. Special happy National Wrestlers Appreciation Day to all of our professional wrestlers out there. And uh, I just want to give a quick shout out and happy National New York State Maple Syrup Tree Growers of America Day. Please, mm. when you see an individual specifically from the state of New York that grows maple syrup trees and they are growing one specifically so that you can have delicious, sweet, soggy pancakes, go ahead and give them a hug. Be sure to ask first because you shouldn't give strangers hugs if they don't want one, but be sure to ask first, then give a proper hug or maybe a handshake or maybe bake them something or give them a card. Find a way to appreciate them, you jerk. We stone cold Steve Austin love you all. We stone cold Steve Austin love Love everyone. Can you smell how the rock is loving? Bye. Bye-bye. Grr readings. Let me take that again. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst episode ever. <laughs> it's just like it's it's just us. It's just us grunting into the microphone. <laughs>